0: Alright, this is a bit of a later episode, so apologies if I sound a little bit tired. Um, This one's probably also going to be a little bit shorter, because I don't have a ton to say about it. This is not the type of movie that I want to spoil. And I have made a promise to myself that every new movie I see in theaters, I'm going to try my best to cover. And this is a new movie that came out this week, so I'm going to talk about it a little bit briefly. Maybe talk about a couple of things I like. Well, I'm not delving super deep into spoilers because, with this movie being a murder mystery who done it, it's not necessarily the type of movie that um, works well if you know all the details really about it. So, the movie I'm talking about today is the new uh, Kenneth Branagh movie, A Haunting in Venice. This movie is the third movie. Of the ones he's done playing Hercule Poirot. Uh, He's previously done Death on the Nile and Murder on the Orient Express. Both those movies I haven't seen and I never really had a desire to see it. They didn't really seem like the types of movies that I was all that interested in. And I haven't heard the greatest things about them either. And usually I like to form my own opinion. As you can tell from these episodes that I've been doing. But if it's a movie that I'm already not that interested in, and I haven't heard that great of things about it, that really does not make me rush out to see them. But with this one being more horror-adjacent, and with Halloween October coming around and Scary Times coming around, I was a little bit more interested in this one. This one seemed a lot more... Like, it would be up my alley than the previous two movies. And, um yeah, I thought I'd give it a try. And also, I had a friend, too, who had asked me if I had seen this movie. And I hadn't, so I thought that would be kind of a fun one to go and see. So, this movie essentially is uh, Hercule Poirot. He is this detective... And one of his friends is this author and she says, there's this area in Venice that I want you to come and visit with me. And they're going to be holding a seance. They believe that this woman, this rich woman's daughter, has been murdered by a ghost. So a seance is going to happen. And Hercule Poirot is a non-believer. He doesn't believe in the supernatural. He doesn't believe in spirits and all that kind of stuff. So he essentially goes to disprove the notion of the psychic and see if there was anything outside the realm of um, believability, the tangible realm that he sees things through as a detective. So that's the basic premise of this movie and... The casts in all the movies that he does as Hercule Poirot are pretty impressive. This one doesn't have as many actors who are big names, but it still has some pretty big names. Um, most notably, Tina Fey and Michelle Yeoh are the standout A list actors in this one. We also have Jamie Dorman too, who plays a pretty good job. His um character is a little bit more subtle and a little bit. More timid and meekish than the types of characters I'm used to seeing him play. Which was kind of refreshing. Um, Tina Fey is always good. Her character is definitely a Tina Fey type in this movie. And Michelle Yeoh. Her character is a little bit different. She plays the psychic in this movie. And this is the only spoiler that I'm going to give for this movie. Um, If you are a big Michelle Yeoh fan. She gives a good performance but... Don't go for Michelle Yeoh. I'm going to say this because the trailers tell it... and because the entire movie basically centers off this fact. She is the murderer... that... essentially makes... Hercule Perrault go into detective mode again... and try and figure everything out. She dies very early out in this movie. And so not only is he trying to figure out... if the supernatural stuff is going on... with the daughter... Who had previously died. And is the reason they were having the seance. He's also trying to figure out. Who has tried to kill him. And who has managed to kill. Michelle Yeoh's character. So. She gives a good performance. But she dies pretty early on. Um, We get a lot of Tina Fey in this movie. Obviously we get a lot of Kenneth Bragnaw. Uh, The rest of the cast. Are pretty good too. But They are. With this being an ensemble movie, you don't get as much time with them as compared to characters like Tina Fey and Kenneth Branagh. Uh, This movie, like I said earlier, was kind of giving me the impression that it was going to be a bit more on the scary side. And with it being marketed as an AMC Thrills and Chills movie, I assumed it was going to be a little bit scarier. Maybe not like bone chilling scary, but still scary nonetheless, and I am afraid to admit that this is not not really a horror movie. I would not market this as a horror movie at all. I would say it's crime and drama first. it has a couple like scenes that are meant to be scary, but also if you've seen the trailer, you've seen every scary part in this movie. This movie is not pretending to be a horror movie either. It's not to be pretending to be something it's not. It is, first and foremost, a mystery movie. It's a crime movie. And so, those of you going for a scary time might be a little bit disappointed. But also, in terms of a crime movie, it is a very entertaining movie. It managed to keep my attention the whole time. I had a good time with this cast. I thought it was... A little bit predictable with who the murderer ended up being. It's the type of person I was expecting from the beginning. But the means of murder were not exactly what I was expecting. So that was still a little bit interesting in and of itself. Um, But overall I did have a pretty good time with this. I don't think it is going to necessarily draw me into the first two movies. I still don't really have an interest in seeing them. But I thought it was a fun time, and I did think, in terms of a mystery movie, it's pretty solid. It's not the most clever movie it could be, but I still had a pretty good time. I still found it pretty entertaining, and I did like the setting it was in. Um, being a little bit more dreary, a little bit more dark and depressing compared to the standard um type of detective whodunit movies that we usually get so i did find that enjoyable and i wouldn't say i was bored either i had a pretty good time um i felt like the acting overall was pretty good and there are some scenes where i wouldn't say they're comedic but they were refreshingly lighthearted in some scenes um compared to the darker more dry moments we're getting in this scenario of ...Venice in the, I believe, early 1940s. So yeah, I mean, this movie had a bunch of characters... ...with very distinct and very unique personalities. All of them, I felt, were uh, pretty interesting characters... ...and they flushed them out a little bit more as the story goes on. And so, yeah, Haunting in Venice, I felt, it was a pretty fun time. Pretty enjoyable, not necessarily scary... I would see it again. I thought it was... It, it isn't necessarily the type of movie that is going to become like my favorite or movie that I'm like, oh, I have to see this movie every Halloween. It's definitely not that kind of movie. But still, enjoy- still enjoyable, still entertaining. Um, I don't feel like my time was wasted. The movie's also pretty short at an hour and 43 minutes, so I feel like... If you're going to see a movie in theaters right now, uh, it doesn't hurt to go see this one. It's still a fun time, still enjoyable, and I do like these detective-type movies. So if I'm going to give a Haunting in Venice a rating, I'm going to give it a pretty safe uh, 7 out of 10. There's definitely a lot more good than bad with this movie, and it's not going to be a waste of time if you go and see it. It still is pretty fun, and the acting all around is pretty solid. So yeah, that's A Haunting in Venice. This has been Kyle Talks, and I'll see you on the next one. All right, bye.